podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is the World Cup Whistleblowers Daily, the show that gives you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each every weekday throughout the World Cup. I'm Mark Smith. These are your football headlines for Monday the 5th of December. England are through to the World Cup quarterfinals after a comfortable 3-0 victory over African champion Senegal. The three Lions endured a difficult opening half hour, but scored twice in the last 10 minutes of the half through Jordan Henderson and Harry Kane. A composed second half performance saw England control the game and add a third goal for Bukayo Saka. England will now face current world champions and favourites France on Saturday evening. Raheem Sterling has left the England World Cup squad in Qatar and returned to London after armed intruders broke into his home with his family inside. Manager Gareth Southgate confirmed the news after the Senegal game. According to a spokesperson for the player, Sterling was shaken by the news and as soon as he was alerted he wanted to get home, concerned for the well-being of his children. Olivier Giroud is now France's all-time leading men's goalscorer as the current World Cup holders beat Poland to reach that quarter-final game with England. The AC Milan striker scored his 52nd goal for France to surpass Thierry Henry and become the country's outright record scorer. France were comfortable for most of the game with Poland. A spectacular Kylian Mbappe double in the second half put the game beyond Poland who scored a very late consolation through Robert Lewandowski. In today's game, surprise package Japan take on Croatia at three, and then at seven, it's Brazil versus South Korea. Those are your headlines. Okay, only one place to start. Obviously, England-Senegal, very impressive result. For a large part of the game, very impressive performance. Here's Mike Lee from The Spurs Show. Mike Lee here from The Spurs Show. Well, what a, what a treat it was to uh, watch a very professional, easy, simple, uh, no heart attack type of football yesterday from England. Uh, early stages, there was some echoes of sort of Cameroon 1990 when Senegal uh, looked really good early on. But as soon as that first goal went in from Henderson, it was all one-way traffic. A lot of fans outside of Liverpool have always sort of said, what's this Henderson? do? Why is he in the England team? Well, I think yesterday you saw why he's in the England team. Calm, a great leader, spurring other players on. And obviously, as a Tottenham fan, it was just an absolute joy to finally see Harry Kane put the ball in the net. I know he's had loads of assists this season, but at the end of the day, he is a centre forward. He won him scoring. And what a great move and how he took that uh, goal as well was wonderful. Sacco back in the team, another one. Uh, really, really great performance. Uh, didn't look like there was any in- injuries either. Either. players taken off, rested as well. And now we look forward to Saturday against probably the team who have looked the most impressive so far, uh, with Mbappe particularly looking good and Giroud. However, I still think uh, they're a little bit suspect at the back. Uh, I still think we can get at them. And I think it's got a lot to do with how we set up. Hopefully he won't change things too much, Southgate. I really hope he sticks with that 4-3-3 uh, as opposed to going a bit more to defensive and uh, who knows who knows with a fair wind we could possibly go all the way that was Mike Lee from the Spurs show excellent podcast available on this very network yes England were fantastic for probably an hour of that game I'd say to echo Mike's thoughts there I thought Jude Bellingham I know you'd have heard all about it non-stop since the game last night but he was absolutely fantastic he's everywhere he's everywhere he's such a smart player he the decisions he makes in terms of when to press, when to move, when to hold back. The decisions he makes are those of a 35-year-old pro who's been in the game for 15 years. Not a 19-year-old kid at his first major tournament. This is ridiculous. I'm worried there's going to be a bit of sort of hyperbole about Jude Bellingham, but you know what? 
in a sense, sod it. If this guy was French or Spanish or German, we'd all be raving about him. And he's English, and he's putting in this level of performance already. I think it's brilliant, and we should we should praise it while we can. Obviously, we don't want him to go overboard, but to be honest, he doesn't seem like that sort of guy. He seems very level-headed. Um, he's got a younger brother who plays as well at a good level. He'll be, a, hopefully, if he can get anywhere near this level, it'd be fantastic for England. His, uh, his dad, Mark, is is very, very heavily involved with his career and seems to keep him grounded, keep him sensible. So, fingers crossed, you know, he could go on to even better things. I mean, he's 19 years of age. You look through this England side, Saka, Foden, Bellingham, still the likes of Rice, very young. Rashford's still quite young. It's a very, very young side, and it's only going to get better with time, and it's it's just really... It's exciting to be an England fan and to have a World Cup knockout game that was reasonably stress-free. Okay, that first half hour, we weren't great. And a good side, a very good side, would have buried us, I think. We could have been two down in that half hour. But we weren't. And we can move on. We can try and get our starts a bit better, a bit more urgent, and see how we get on. We'll talk about France throughout this week, I'm sure. There'll be plenty about that. I mean, it's all we're going to talk about, to be honest. <laughs> so I'm not going to get too involved too quickly. Let's move on, though. Raheem Sterling's left the squad. I don't have much to say about this. I mean, yes, of course, if something that serious happens, you are well within your rights to leave the squad, go home. Hopefully he can come back into the squad, but if he doesn't, he needs to do what's right for him and his family. I don't think anyone's going to... Well, in fact, I have seen people criticise this on Twitter, but does that count? These are just anonymous morons, generally. Um, Gareth Southgate has fostered a, a really good group of players and a good group of people... And he's made it clear to them what their priorities should be. Of course we want to have a great football team. Of course we want to win the World Cup. But do we think that keeping Raheem Sterling in the squad when something as traumatic as that has happened to his family, keeping him away from his family, thousands of miles away in Qatar, is going to be good for his performance? Of course it's not. He has to go home, get things sorted out. Hopefully he can come back. And obviously we all wish the best for Raheem Sterling and his family. Okay, Olivier Giroud. Now France's all-time scorer. We'll talk about him as the week progresses and about France. Uh, wherever you're watching the games today, I hope you enjoy them. Uh, Japan take on Croatia. I can see a shock there. And Brazil versus South Korea. I can't see one there. But wherever you're watching them, I hope you enjoy them. And I'll be back same time tomorrow on more Whistleblowers World Cup Daily. Sports Social Podcast Network.